Well, hello, this is Angela Odom, and I am so grateful and happy and honored and uh, so pleased to be here with you. I am uh, your life and leadership coach, uh, founder of the Better You uh, Project brand, host of the Better You um, podcast, author of Bronco Strong, uh, a memoir of the last deployed ser uh, personal services uh, battalion, also a contributing author of Camouflage Sisters, Leadership from the Eyes of uh, Senior Military Women Leaders, a member of AARP Georgia. Uh, I'm on the uh, Veterans Advisory Board. And I'm also a mom of a talented teenager. Woohoo! Let me just stop for a second. And we now have two chihuahuas. And uh, with all of that, I'm a very proud uh, Army veteran. Now, why do I tell you that? I'm telling you that because guess what? We are um, focusing on April 28th. Uh, we're going to do a book review and discussion of the um, the book Can't Hurt Can't Hurt Me. So I so I have a reading list on Instagram. If you actually go to Angela O's reading list, you'll see the books, right? And so we're going to do a discussion on um, on Zoom on April 28th. All the times that I talk to you about are going to be in Eastern Standard Time. We're going to do it at 7 p.m. And I will definitely share, of course, the um, the details with you. Uh, but I'm just giving you a heads up, right? So go ahead and get the book. Uh, go. You can do audio. You can do, uh, you know, the written form, whatever works for you to get it. Or you can just go do what everybody else. Just Google it and learn from it that way. <laughs> right? Uh, this is by uh, David Goggins. Um, and I think it will help all of us with our mindset. It'll help us with our mindset. That's what we thats what we all need, help with our mindset. Uh, good morning, uh, good morning. Oh, you say good morning, sunshine. Woohoo! yes. Good morning, Carrie. How you doing in Minnesota? Um, so for today's topic, I want to share with you how I, um, how I raised, um, $3,223 selling uh, popcorn. This was like in four days. So I just want to share uh, with you the process. There's the motivation and some of the strategy also. Now, it's not about the popcorn. It's not about the sales. It is about you and a uh, you being a leader and what uh, you can do. Oh, Carrie says, repeat the book. Okay, repeat the book. Uh, yes, definitely. It is uh, David Goggins. He's the author, G-O-G-G-I-N-S, Goggins. The name of the book is Can't Hurt Me, right? Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Uh, thank you for that. That's a great, uh, great point. And so today, that's what we're talking about is um, how I raised, <laughs> uh, you know, $3,200 really selling popcorn, Um and I just want to share with you uh, what we did. So I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And my local chapter collectively raised, get this, you should have like a drum roll, $301,340 in four days selling popcorn. Yes, I understand you're like me, like, wow. So uh, what happened was our fundraising leaders, they coordinated this event. Uh, through a company called Double Good, right? And the Double Good in the background, the company is 
the popcorn's good and they do good in the community. So they say double good. That's the name of their company. So we are the largest fundraising group in double good history. <laughs> and then, so I'm just going to tell you how we did it. You know, it's no secret. It was teamwork uh, because nothing significant is done alone. Um, so one of the, uh, I'm, I'm one of the leaders in a chapter and I wanted to support the fundraising effort. So, you know, at first I was just like, wait, we, how much, what are we going to do? We're going to sell popcorn. Oh, okay. And then, oh, by the way, how much money do you think we're going to make in four days? You know, whatever. I just trusted the process. So for me, I simply, I simply did my part. Right. And so the, the one thing I want to share is that everywhere you go, you are not necessarily the person in charge, right? You are not the leader of the project all the time. If you are, that's exhausting. Sometimes you are the person who are, who's taking in the direct directions, who's following the instru instructions, who's looking at the framework and the roadmap and doing your part. So that's what I did, right? I did my part. I listened to our uh, leaders and I I followed directions, right? That's what I did. So my chapter um, conducted this popcorn, uh, virtual popcorn fund fundraiser beginning on Thursday, April 1st at noon and ended on Monday, April 5th at noon. And um, so the bottom line is this $301,000. Uh, we will receive half of that as a chapter. So the company is going to mail the check to our um, chapter. The money, uh, those monies, uh, 150, what, 151,000, whatever that is, half of that, um, they, the money is projected to go towards scholarships for local students and other public service initiatives. So we had over 200 chapter members to set up virtual pop-up boutiques. Uh, we just used the, the Double Goods uh, app. They had everything in place. Uh, they actually make the popcorn fresh. And so what we did is we set the uh, boutiques up and our members who did not have the uh, set up their popcorn shops or their boutiques, their popcorn stores, they contributed by buying popcorn from, uh, you know, other uh, members. Right. So everybody participated. And uh, one of the things uh, that I was so excited about was how our leaders presented the plan to the membership, shared their vision. They provided um, training. Uh, a, they did like a roadmap. You know, they did a, a framework. And oh, by the way, uh, guess what? We all like incentives. <laughs> so they had incentives for like the top three um, sellers, right? I think I was like number 16 or something. So they had, uh, you know, they had something uh, for uh, everyone and they had a leaderboard so we can, hey, Candace Hurley, how you doing? Um, she says nothing significant is ever done alone. Yeah, that is my, that is my belief. Uh, that's one of my core beliefs, right? And so, um, I am just so um, excited about the way the way our um, leadership actually presented this uh, plan, right? So I'm gonna walk you through it. And the whole point is for you to uh, stand back and you say, you know what, me as a leader, me as someone in a position of authority or power, then how will I go about presenting a big idea, 
right? What will I do? That's the whole point. And so uh, in addition to the incentives, the technical training division, um, they also, they they like presented like an opportunity. It was like, we, we were like, oh, what are we doing? We were rallying around our core principles as an organization, which are sisterhood, service, and scholarship. That's what we focus on all the time as an organization, right? And I'm a member of that organization. I believe in that sisterhood, service, and scholarship. And so uh, that's one of the things that you might do, you know, as you are vision casting, you understand what your organization's core beliefs are, you know, what the culture is. And so for us, we, we focus on building healthy relationships with other members of our organization. Uh, we also, you know, we're just all uh, on board for providing community service with our local area, within a local area. And then we just create uh, opportunities for others to advance in their life, whether it is their academic or their professional goals, whatever it is, uh, that's what we are about as an organization. And I very much appreciate being um, a member, a part of this because it's like-minded women, right? And so uh, the powerful lesson that I got uh, and I want to share with you with men and women, right? Is when you present a project to your team, you personally need to start with the end in mind. And then you want to develop a solid communication plan and, and upfront, you know, you just right away know that there will be objections. You're going to encounter objections. Everybody's not going to be on board with your plan, your vision. And so once you, you think about what those objections might, objections might be, then you proceed to developing viable solutions to each one of those objections. You know, you just hit it one, bump, 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 bump. You come up in your mind with your team. You develop strategies to overcome those objections so that people are on board with your plan and your vision, right? And so uh, one of the things that I uh, do appreciate is each member of our fundraising uh, committee, they led by example. They also had their uh, virtual popcorn boutiques. Like they were not just saying, hey, I want everybody to uh, set up a boutique and and we were like, what? what? What's that? What's a boutique? What's a virtual store? No, they set it up themselves and they all, and then they showed us, um, you know, what that might look like. We could see their stores as examples. And so you want to do that. And so, uh, you know, let's just start with who led the effort. So, of course, uh, we have a chapter president. We have this committee, fundraising committee. The fundraising committee selected a leader. Right. They selected someone who had already proven to us that she could get results. We have this great thing like pre-COVID. We would do a, a bingo, this big old bingo uh, fundraiser. And you show up in this big old hall, this big old uh, place, open place, all these tables. And as a group, you would get together with, you know, 10 people, whatever it is, 10 people to a table, decorate that table. And then they would have like bingo. We would be playing bingo at the same time. I think the last time we did it, um, she uh, had us to donate to uh, some a company or, or I'm sorry, a school, a lady who was building a school. And I think I want to say Kenya, but don't get me. Don't 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 quote me on it. It was another country that um, a lady was building a school for uh, less fortunate uh, children. Right. And so we were all like, you know what? I'm going to get my bingo. I'm going to buy my bingo card so I can contribute to uh, this school. And so she focuses 
uh, in that area. So anyway, so she was the leader of this um, popcorn sales. So I was looking at the skills from my observation, what I observed of our project leads skills, um, communication skills, written, verbal, presentation, and public speaking. Like, uh, and, you know, just as she is presenting the information, uh, it is clear and concise. Um, you know, she is able to um, uh, speak so that we can hear her using the language that we understand, right? And uh, she's not... Um, She's a grown woman, so she's not <laughs> breaking a lot of verb, subject verb things, right? And then in writing, when she was um, uh, publishing how we would uh, progress through this, it was very clear also, right? Interpersonal skills, uh, she's very assertive, she's in inspirational, and she has great persuasion, skills of persuasion. As far as technology, uh, email, Microsoft, uh, Suite, Zoom, and the Double Good app, She's excellent in all of those categories. Then her judgment. You know, we talk about vision, project management, strategic planning. And then the other part for me uh, is her character. She's honest, dependable, and uh, she has a powerful work ethic. And so that's who led the group. And you start to think about that when you are um, in charge of something and who is out front, who is speaking for the organization. And, you know, will they be able to impress people or will they be able to, uh, uh, you know, repel people? You want to make sure you have someone who is able to um, pull people in, right? And so I mentioned earlier the objections. You know, uh, one of the main reasons we were uh, successful. Good morning, Mo. I see you. Good morning. Uh, one of the reasons we were successful was because our uh, leadership, actually, they, it's like, it's as if they, they um, got together and say, you know, what are the possible objections to this? What things might trip uh, our members up? And they came together um, to make sure that we were successful. So objection number one was, I'm not familiar with a virtual boutique. What do you mean by that? So a week prior to us starting this, I think it was like two weeks prior, they presented the um the overall plan. They're like, hey, this is what we're going to do. What do you think? And we're like, yeah, sure, sure. We'll sure we'll sell some popcorn. <laughs> and so the first object, objection was, I'm not familiar with a virtual boutique, a store. What does that mean? So they what they did was they offered training to all of the mm -hmm. chapter members, people who wanted to attend could. They had different sessions. So that was objection number one. Then objection number two was, I'm not really sure of the message I would share to potential buyers. Like, what am I going to say to them? So guess what they did? They came up with sample messages for each day. And um, they encouraged us to tailor the message to our own audience. So they gave us a sample. It's like a writing uh, prompt, right? And so they helped us with that. Then objection number three was, well, I don't really know a lot of people, right? <laughs> and so they encouraged us to post on social media to send text messages to family, friends, social, and work colleagues. So they can't got to help us to think about, yeah, you do know some people, <laughs> right? They actually uh, was shifting our mindset by addressing each one of these objections. And the objection number four was um, encountering questions from potential buyers. What if people ask me questions? I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know about this double good thing. So the leader, the project lead, she just addressed each one of the questions quickly, 
sisterly and professionally. Like we would, someone would ask us a question and, and we would pass it to her. She would give us the answer so we could pass it back, right? She helped us through that. And then the other objection is like, I don't want, I don't want a popcorn. I don't eat popcorn. I don't want it. I'm not paying that much for popcorn. And so the other uh, thing uh, was that the company has a donation option on their site. So if they didn't want the popcorn, you could simply donate. That was good. And then the other one was uh, this, uh, the last objection that I'm aware of anyway, was that the dates fell on Easter, uh, during the Easter holiday. And so we simply just pushed forward. <laughs> we, we, of course, we respected the traditions associated with this holiday, but we pushed forward, right? And so that was, uh, so that's some of the things like you as a leader, uh, one of the things you want to uh, just sit down and just think about, um, just think through what objections uh, might occur and how people might feel a little antsy about your vision, about your plan. You just say, well, okay, A, B, C, and D. You sit down ahead of time. So leaders need time to think, right? Time to think. <laughs> you have to have space on your calendar each day to think. Oh, I see you, I don't know how I missed it. Um, um, I love their popcorn. Good job uh, on the fundraising. Thanks. Oh, no worries. No worries. No worries. And so um, address the objections. You need to actually have time to think. Uh, so one of the most consequential reasons we succeeded and, you know, we succeeded in this particular project, but you and I, the reason we succeed um, beyond our wildest dream, dreams is because of vision casting, right? Vision casting. So if you hear me on that, I want you to write in the comments, vision casting, vision casting. I want you to write in the comments, vision casting. See, the first thing was um, the popcorn sales project. The lead, the project lead, what she did was she provided evidence that other organizations had sold over $200,000 worth of popcorn with the Double Good Company. She's like, you know, this company is already, this organization has already done this. Of course we can do it, <laughs> right? We're like, so we're going to sell $200,000 worth of popcorn? We were like, what? <laughs> but still, you know, we she gave us, she showed us evidence. And then I think it was either the first or the second day of our four days, because it was only four days of, um, of this fundraiser, on either the first or the second day, our um, our chapter president, she shared that she would like for us to achieve the $200,000 in sales, overall sales. She's like, I, I think that I think we could do it. And, and I'd like to like for you all to go forward on it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, have you ever worked for somebody, worked with someone that you simply did not want to let down? You want to do your part? And so how do you get yourself in a position where people want to support you? They want to do their part in supporting your overall vision. And so that's where I was personally. I was like, you know what? Chapter president, I don't want to let her down. Let me do my part. <laughs> so each night, the project lead uh, would provide us with uh, an inspiring update. This is how much uh, has been sold overall. And this is what uh, we want to uh, achieve tomorrow. Each day she would do that, which was pretty good. And then, of course, all of the um, all of us had access to a chat. The Double Good app they allowed the participants 
uh, the people that were selling to have access to a, a chat. And guess what we were doing on there? Chatting. <laughs> we were sharing tips, techniques, uh, goals, sharing like encouragement. And what did this do? It was like momentum. Like we were like, okay, we could do this. Let's go team. We could do it. And so uh, at, as leaders, right? And we're all leaders. We're all leaders. As leaders, um, you want to be able to know the vision, see the vision, and then share the vision, right? You want to be able to know, see, and share the vision. And, you know, so what are we talking about with the vision? Like a vision statement itself is, uh, it really just guides the organization and it, you know, it kind of helps us shape the future. And the vision is like a framework. If you had like a, uh, you're building the house, you want to have a framework and really it just helps the organization, helps your team members visualize what uh, can be manifested. And so you want to know for yourself what the vision is. And then you want to be able to see the vision and, and before you even share it, listen to me now, before you even share the vision, whatever it is, whatever the, this thing that you have in mind to be manifested within your organization, within your team, within your home, then you want to know your people and you want to understand what actually motivates each team members. Some people are motivated by awards or recognition. Some are motiva motivated by career advancement or job security. And then there's other things. So you want to find out what motivates them. And then you want to use that as you approach them, as you share the vision. And then, you know, as far as sharing the vision, that might look like that's a practically, it might look like um, you giving your team direction through like weekly meetings or daily conversations and also like performance evaluations. You're sharing the vision, right? And um, you want to be able to vision cast. I think that's the most consequential um, thing we see. I see you over there, vision casting. I see you, vision casting. I see you, I see you. And so you, um, uh, you know, this is a picture of the the, uh, the store, my virtual store. And we were all told, you know, put your picture up there. And um, we had a specific message to put underneath our picture. Uh, so that uh, we were all united and aligned at the reason, the purpose, you know, why we were doing this, our why, our collective why, not Angela Odom's why, right? But the organization's why, which I thought was really, uh, I just, I really appreciated the approach that our leaders took in, um, you know, guiding us through this process. So I was able to sell uh $3,223 in uh, popcorn in four days. It was simple. It was because of the roadmap that I was provided and it was because of the vision casting. So what did I do? I presented the opportunity to my family, friends, social network. And then each morning uh, I would provide a link to the virtual uh, popcorn store. And then I would do like a eye catching incentive. Like I tapped the two, uh, to, uh, what is it, teacup chihuahuas. So I would say, hey, if I showed you uh, my puppy, showed you a video of my uh, puppies eating out of my hand um, while they are sitting, they're sitting on demand and eating in my hand. If I showed you that, would you buy some popcorn? It was kind of comical, right? And then somebody would say, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. So guess what? I would go record my puppies do that and I come back and say, then I, the next post would be, hey, did you look at my puppies? 
then what? Buy the popcorn. <laughs> it was just something as a, you know, as a joke uh, to get attention. So that's what I did. And then each afternoon, uh, I would do a wrap up and I would thank the people who had purchased popcorn from me during that day. So I had a, a total of 69 uh, people to purchase popcorn. Actually, it was 70, 70 people to purchase from me over that four day period. And keep in mind, this was during Easter when people were, um, some uh, people were, you know, uh, abstaining from social media. Uh, people were traveling to their families, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I'm just grateful for the $33, uh, $23 in sales so I could contribute to the overall goal, right? So now I want you to uh, just think through your next project, right? You know, imagine your next big project. So I'm going to ask you to start with the end in mind, develop a strategy, and then you address potential objections and provide necessary training. Uh, you could do one-on-one -on -one or group. You could do it virtual, whatever. Just provide the necessary training. Don't assume people know how to use whatever technology or whatever platform. Um, don't assume they know how to talk to people. You want to give them talking points, right? And then you remain positive. And then you're engaging in the overall process. Like you roll up your sleeves, you roll up your sleeves. That's what our fundraising committee did. They rolled up their sleeves. They all had popcorn boutiques. They were all engaged in the chat. They were, all, it was like on everybody's comments, they, everybody's social media posts. The fundraising committee was all over the place, commented on people's posts, right? So it was like, whoa, this is exciting. And then you want to communicate um, throughout the entire process. And that is, um, that is how you do it, right? That is how you do it. So I want to just, um, you know, for you, if there's anything you get out of this particular session, it is vision casting, right? It is vision casting. Uh, you, that whole concept of yourself, making sure that you know the vision, that you see the vision, and then you share the vision. Um, and of course, those skills, those skills that our project lead um, has, communication skills, interpersonal, technology, judgment, character, those skills, uh, I think that for me, primarily, um, you know, besides from her enthusiasm, <laughs> she was like pumped up all the time. I was like, okay, she excited, I'm excited. <laughs> Right, we can do this, and um, uh, just the uh, the fact that I trusted that she was going to do what she said she was going to do. Right, and oh by the way, she was the only person who was uh, engaging with the Double Good Company. So there was not like different different people giving Double Good feedback or interacting with them, or when there was an issue or, or something to object to, there was just one voice. We all spoke with one voice through the project lead. Right. And so, you know, as you are thinking through um, how to go forward and you have team members, you want to make sure that you have team members that are trustworthy. Right. Someone, the people who actually represent your values. That's a big deal. Because imagine I'm just thinking like if we had uh, someone which I can't even think of who that would be um, that, you know, did not have good communication skills or character. Then we're like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm not participating in that foolishness. I don't want to be associated with that, right? 
So, so just think that through. And uh, so with that said, I did mention uh, earlier that on April 28th, on Wednesday, April 28th, the last Wednesday in the month, um, I will be hosting a uh, book review and book discussion of um, David Goggins, and it's G-O-G-G-I-N-S. His book is Can't Hurt Me. Um, I thought I had it. I thought I had it like close by, but I don't. Can't Hurt Me um, book. And it's focusing on um, mindset, right? At the end of each chapter, he has uh, some different exercises for you to do, for us to do. And uh, so if you actually follow me on my Instagram page, Angela O, Angela O reading list, Angela O reading list on Instagram, then you know, you'll see the information there. And I'll also, I'll post a, uh, I'll post a link here for you. Um, so on, uh, just so you know, for on the uh, flyer that I've already created, the Zoom link is there. However, for people who want to get uh, more information, more details and, and work a little closer uh, with me, then I'll give you an opportunity to take the next step. So I'll post those uh, for you. But anyway, with that said, my name is Angela Odom and I am so excited, right? To see what you manifest and who you support. Uh, however, we know that for uh, the Better You Project, people in the Better You uh, community, we show up for ourselves first, and then we uh, serve others from the overflow. All right, you all take care and have a good um, rest of the day. May the good Lord continue to bless you. And you know what? My name is Angela Odom, and as always, I am rooting for you. We raised $300,000. Can you believe that? Bam! <laughs> Take care, y'all. I can't.